Welcome to another episode of the No Feeding Tubes show. I'm your host, Yvonne McLaren, and I'm here to help you live your best food life following or during head and neck cancer treatment. Thanks for listening and hanging out with me here today. This is a lived experience and one that I think is better shared. And what do I know? Well, in late 2018, I was diagnosed with oropharyngeal cancer and I went on to have a third of my tongue removed, both tonsils, the tumour, 30 lymph nodes and 30 chemoradiotherapy sessions. I also had a peg tube feed for 15 months and ate nothing orally in that time. So grab your favourite beverage or your walking shoes and let's get started. Hello, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Today's episode, episode 44. And today's episode, I've actually just got off a webinar with Head and Neck Cancer Australia, who are the preeminent um, membership group, non-for-profit, if you like, for Head and Neck Cancer here in Australia. And I was asked to join them and a dietitian to discuss social eating. And um, it got me thinking about uh, what I spoke about and some of the reactions that um, some of the head and neck cancer patients that were on there came back to me with, which prompted me to uh, entitle today's episode, episode 44, Motivation, Explanation and Continuation. And... Those really are the three things that I referred to in the webinar today and there will be a link to that on my YouTube uh, channel um, so that you can watch it at your leisure. So thank you for joining me. We're into series three and I think I'm up to the fourth edition of Five Notch Friday. For those that have just tuned in and haven't been following for a while, I've um, turned the newsletter around a little bit just to... Well, stop me getting as bored as bat, you know what, but um, also to make it a a digestible and a quick and easy read for you, the reader, so that you can run your eyes over it and go, yep, nup, yep, nup, yep, nup, yep. Um, It also tells you what I'm up to because sometimes it just feels like I'm doing podcast, YouTube, newsletter, um, and, you know, the cycle starts again. Having said that... Motivation, one of the questions I was asked today was what motivates you, what motivated you to get off your peg tube and I talked about the day that the speech language pathologist walked into my room at the hospital, Um, I still had tubes and pipes coming out from just about every orifice at that point and um, Judith, her name was, and I, I'll always remember Judith because I, A, I was in awe of her. I thought, oh, man, what's a speech-language pathologist, for starters, because I didn't even know they existed. And secondly, she was just so good at her job. You know, she was just – she was one of those people that I really liked meeting because she was thorough, she was succinct, she was matter-of-fact, she was – she's just – you know, just when you hit it off with someone, I just really liked her. Anyway – at one point, um, Judith said to me, you do realise, Yvonne, that you might have this peg tube for the rest of your life. And it was at that point that I went, 
Yeah, no, 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 no. Australians always go, yeah, nah. That's that's just the thing we do. We always say yes and then follow it immediately with a no. So, yeah, nah, was my response to that. That isn't happening. Um, and I remember at that point realising just how serious this was um, because up until then I hadn't thought about it. Um, and I probably hadn't thought about it just because of the the trauma that, you go through after the surgery and the removal of, you know, bits and pieces and tongue and you're up to your eyeballs and morphine or, you know, codeine or all of the above. So motivation, the question was to me, what motivated you to get off that peg tube? And the motivation for me really was I instantly went to how on earth am I ever going to travel with a peg tube it's not impossible, and I'll, I will say that for those that um, are on a peg trip and will be for the rest of their life, it's not impossible. But for me, and I'm just talk about what's important or what was important to me, um, travelling, exercise, uh, swimming, you know, all those things. And if you, when you live in Australia, because we live on one of the biggest islands on the planet, um, we're surrounded by beaches, so it's it's in our nature to be outdoors and do stuff outdoors and go swimming in the sea. And so I just went, went no, 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 that isn't going to happen. Um, and from that point, it took me fifteen months to get off the peg tube. So that was my personal motivation. Your personal motivation might be quite different. Um, I mean, apart from the fact that. I just couldn't even imagine my life not eating a salad, not um, which someone wrote on LinkedIn today about bun me, uh, which is a, a bread roll filled with um, pork and pork crackle and pate in um, Vietnam. Uh, just eating things like that. I mean, it just was an absolute no to me. That wasn't going to happen um, for me. I had to get off that peg tube eventually. Um so that was my motivation. Explanation. I was also asked, uh, how do you, what, what else can you advise someone in your social eating life uh, now? What else do you do? What's another tip you can give people? And the other thing I said that I always do, and I have always done, was once I've come to terms with what had happened to me, and I've got to be honest, that actually took me quite a while. Uh, just acceptance of the fact that, you know, I'm forever going to have this tug on the left-hand side of my face where my tongue used to be. I'm forever going to have pain in my jaw. I'm going to forever have, you know, X, Y, Z, um, drool, dribble, dry mouth, wet mouth, too much saliva, whatever it is, uh, I had to come to accept that. And in many ways, I'm still accepting that and I'm... I'll be five years out next March and at the time of recording it's uh, December of 2022. So be honest and upfront about what's going on. I found that helped me enormously. So I would literally go to people, complete strangers, and say, uh, hello, I've had head and neck cancer and the treatment has meant that blah, 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 blah. 
you know, whatever came out of my mouth at that particular time. Normally it was something like um, I have a lot of difficulty swallowing, there are certain textures I can't manage, I need sauces, I need this, I need that, I can't eat that, I need, you know, whatever it was, however it applied to the particular scenario that I found myself in. So the first thing was in terms of that um, explanation was upfront, be honest, own it, I just had to accept the fact that that was where I was at and I explained this to people. If you're not quite as upfront as moi, uh, you can also get what they call a jam card. I think they call them jam cards in the UK, just a minute. And it's a little card that basically you can write on either side of it and give it to someone and say, hey, have a look at this. It's a bit like um, one of those... um, you know, allergy bracelets that you might wear um, if you get hit by a bus and people need to know what's going on with you. Um, so be up honest and upfront. I found that was really helpful in um, keeping me motivated but also helping me get out socially and eating again. I have to go to conferences um, both nationally and internationally. I need to eat on planes. I need to eat food that I'm not used to. So... You know, eventually I just had to bite the bullet and just say to people, um, this has happened to me and this is how I need to operate on a day-to-day basis. Um, there's also another tip is uh, an elevator pitch, what they call an elevator pitch, and it's something that we learned more oh, many years ago in marketing about how to sell yourself and being able to explain to a complete stranger in 15 seconds or more, or not or less, who you are, what you are, what you do and why you want to do it, essentially. And that elevator pitch I found came in really handy for explaining, hello, my name's you know, Yvonne McLaren, I've had head and neck cancer treatment and blah, 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 as I said before. So the elevator pitch is good. Uh, be honest and upfront with people where you can. Use a jam card, just a minute card, if you can't um, explain, you don't have the confidence to explain to people. And the third thing talking about is continuation. How do you continue on once you've kind of reached a milestone? Now, milestones are something that I didn't talk about today in this webinar. I do talk about it in my program and I do talk about it in my workshops and I'm always banging on about how important milestones are. And even I have to check myself occasionally and go, you've got a milestone coming up or you've just reached a milestone or, hey, you just ate that and you couldn't eat that three years ago. So those are the things that I always say, recognise them, celebrate them. They're wins, you know, it means you're progressing. Um, and like, like I said the other day, I just it suddenly dawned on me <clears throat> as we lead into Christmas, um, which I might add is a really yicky time of year for all of us. Uh, you know, the first two or three Christmases, I just basically didn't eat and didn't recognise any of them. Um, I re- recognise this year that I'm five years out in a couple of months' time. And I thought, oh, I better plan something to celebrate that milestone because it's a big milestone. Um, That continuation should also include something like uh, staying connected to food. And by staying connected to food, if you're on a peg tube for any length of time, you eventually move away from fresh food, as I did, 
in its entirety. Um, I wasn't shopping for it. I wasn't preparing it. I wasn't handling it. I certainly wasn't eating it. So you start to become really removed from fresh food. That's something else that I was just a tip that I suggested. I stay connected to my food even when I wasn't eating fresh food by being out in my garden, planting herbs, um, trimming back citrus bushes, you know, that sort of thing, out in the sun, out in the fresh air, hands in soil. Uh, I found that really therapeutic, um, good for my head, good for my heart, good for my soul, and eventually good for my stomach. That's today's episode, episode 44. Um, motivation, explanation, and continuation. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope you got something out of it. I just thought whilst it was fresh in my mind, I'd jump on here and just give you a quick update as to what was discussed today. That link will be available on my YouTube channel as well, and I will share it when I get it eventually on my other Instagram, um, you know, social media sites. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I got a lot of feedback on this podcast and you are out there and you are listening. And if you can be bothered, bothered, and I really wish you could be bothered, is go to Apple Podcast and leave me a review. Um, that is really helpful to keep the the um, algorithms going and helping more people find this because I'm just doing this out of the goodness of my heart. And don't get me wrong, I love doing it, but it would be really nice to have a lot of people talking to me and giving me feedback and giving me topics that you'd like me to talk about or you want to talk about or you want to hear about would be really useful. Um, so until our next episode, uh, eat well, look after yourselves, look after someone else and I'll leave a link below as always to a um, bonus resource and this bonus resource is all about principles of which is what I've been talking about this week. Okay, take care everyone. I'll see you next episode. Bye.